hey, if it's the month of May, that means USC's football staff is recruiting and they're handing out offers left and right. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you'd like to download your podcast, we are free, and I so appreciate your support. And if you are watching on YouTube and you haven't become a free subscriber yet, it's easy. Hit that subscribe button. If you like the episode, hit that thumbs up. Both of those will mean a whole heck of a lot to the show, and you've already done a whole heck of a lot for the show. Thank you very much. And don't forget that bell notification button. That way you don't miss any one of our five episodes Monday through Friday. All right. So it's the month of May. USC staff is out there recruiting like a boss. And my Twitter timeline looks and sounds like this. Literally, every time I go on there, it's just a litany of line of offers. After a great talk with at Lincoln Riley, I'm blessed to announce that I have received an offer from the University of Southern California. One player even threw in a, from the prestigious University of Southern California. That will get you bonus points with me every time. Now, when the head coach makes or, you know, gives you the offer, that is what you call a committable offer. You can put that in your back pocket. You got something to, to fall back on, so to speak. USC is, typically isn't your uh, your fallback school when it comes to football. But it does give you a little bit of leverage when other schools are recruiting you. Uh, now, Lincoln Riley, he's not on the road like the rest of his staff. He's not allowed. But he is still talking up. Uh, you know, he's talking up USC. And, you know, he's bringing smiles to a bunch of class of 2024 and 2025 recruits. Uh, who are, you know, hearing their name called, getting that golden ticket. So uh, who who are some of the names that are getting that, that Willy Wonka golden ticket? Uh, how about Anquan Figgins? Um, he's already pegged as one of the class of 2025's top prospects. He's a safety. And according to the On3 database, Again, he's a 2025 recruit. He's already got 21 offers. And it's a who's who of, of, of who's offering. He's, he's going to have his choice of where he wants to go. As far as USC is concerned, uh, Dante Williams is gave the offer, and he's going to be the lead recruiter. Now, one intriguing aspect to, this, uh, to his offer and his recruitment is his relationship with a couple of former USC Trojans players, Chris Hawkins and Sua Cravens. They just happen to coach Anquan uh, when he's playing for the uh, aforementioned seven-on-seven all-star team called the Trillion Boys. It's an all-star team, <laughs> literally. Uh, Hawkins, Chris, and uh, Sua, they, they bring players in from all over the place to make sure they're well represented at these seven on seven tournaments. Speaking of, there's one remaining in Los Angeles, June 17th and 18th. 
Oh, oh, by the way, USC is hosting their June recruiting bash that weekend. And the timing of this offer to Anquan, it happens to coincide with his older brother, Traquan, who is taking his official visit to USC this weekend after he jumped in the transfer portal, leaving Alabama following his freshman season. So who else has received an offer from USC recently? How about class of 2024 wide receiver Bryant Wesco? He's from Midlothian, Texas. Six foot two, 180 pounds. He already has 27 offers. He is considered an elite, an elite playmaker. Now, if you get, if you're a quarterback, and you get an offer from Lincoln Riley, you know you have the potential to win a Heisman. <laughs> At least Lincoln Riley thinks you do. If you play wide receiver and you get the call from Lincoln Riley, you're probably pretty good as well because there are wide receivers everywhere throughout the country, especially in Southern California. So you know you're special if Lincoln Riley's uh, giving you a holler to say, hey, you want to be a Trojan? And a quick shout out to my Oklahoma Sooner fans who enjoy this show, who follow me here at Locked on USC. The Sooners, they lead for Bryant Wesco as far as uh, the prediction is concerned for where he will go. Now, that was before he had a USC offer. So don't take it personal, guys, if uh, Lincoln Riley, a.k.a. TBOW, as far as Sooner fans like to refer to him, if uh, if Raleigh flips where he's leaning towards USC. Right now, you guys should feel good. Now, um, the last name will sit, this next player, the last name is going to sound familiar if I don't butcher it too much. Uh, however, Justin Tauonu? is a six foot six, 290 pound offensive tackle from Huntington Beach. T-A-U-N-N-U-U. I apologize. Um, and I don't believe there's any relation to Jonah Taunau, Taunu, again, I apologize, uh, who played at Narbonne. Remember, he was a really highly recruited offensive tackle, ended up committing to Oregon. Nothing really happened. Um, anyways, this young man just received an offer from USC. And why this is a kind of an intriguing offer. Number one, he's he's getting a lot of attention. USC offered him strategically. He is planning to take an official visit to UCLA this weekend. So yes, um, it's going to give this young man something to think about while he's bored off his butt all weekend in Westwood. So, Justin, you now are taking your official visit to UCLA. You have your offer from USC. Something to think about while you're hanging out there in Westwood. Say hi to Coach Tim Trevno. I like Tim, Coach Tim Trevno, by the way. Uh, as far as Justin, he did have a quote uh, that I was able to research. I definitely have interest in USC, and I'm going to try and take an official visit there in the summer. I went to one of their spring practices for a visit and look forward to getting back there again, end quote. I believe he spoke with a 24-7 network. 
and then, uh, like I said, he's taking an official visit to UCLA. USC is interested. Tennessee is another high interest program that's taking a visit, uh, taking a look, excuse me, at Justin. As far as USC is concerned with the offensive linemen and the class of 2024, there are two four-star offensive linemen that uh, currently are favored to land with USC. And both of them happen to be offensive tackle. The first one is uh, modern-day offensive tackle DeAndre Carter. Everyone, you know the name. Um, the second one is offensive tackle. His name is uh, Isaiah Garcia, and he plays at um, Cypress in uh, Magna, Utah. So USC is in a good place for those two, which is fantastic because they, in the class of 2023, they went real heavy interior offensive line. Um, so you got Micah Banuelos at center, Alani Noah, and, oh, God, what was the th who's the third one? I'm forgetting. I apologize. Brain fart. It'll come to me, I'm sure, momentarily. Anyways, USC is, uh, again, they're, they're, in really good, they're in a really good spot for both Garcia and modern day's DeAnthony Carter, DeAndre Carter, excuse me. Uh, we know that USC would like to get Brandon Baker from modern day, but he is leaning towards Oregon. So, um, one last recruiting note for your weekend. We're going to stay on the offensive line. From out of Clearwater, Florida, it, the Academy International, his name is Jason Zandamella. He took a visit to USC in early April. Well, he has locked in a date for his official visit, and he's going to be a part of that big June bash, the weekend of June 16th through the 18th. That's that weekend where USC's are going to look to close the deal with a lot of big targets. Remember, they brought in like 20 or so last year, 25, I, I believe, uh, come signing day, early signing period, December 14. And Deuce Robinson made it 15 when he eventually inked his name in 2023. Um, he's going to be taking his visit um, after... Norman, Oklahoma, and in between, and then after the USC visit, he goes to Tallahassee, Florida to visit Florida State. So we'll see where that goes. So who's next? Well, recruiting is really fluid this time of year, and someone's going to be getting an offer. I'm sure someone got an offer during and tweeted it out during the time I was talking doing this segment. Um, but in the next segment of this episode of Locked on USC. I'm going to talk about one of USC's sacrificial lambs on on their schedule this, this coming season. In other words, why they're going to have a hard time challenging USC. We're going to talk about that coming up. But first, I'm going to talk to you about Built, Built Bar. Because if you're looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want all the sugar and the calories, then you gotta, you got to try the best tasting protein bar ever from Built. you got to try these things. And if you're like me, you want to try things, do things more healthy, but you don't want to sacrifice on taste, I got just the thing for you. These things are awesome. Now, what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real dark chocolate. 
And they come in these really stupid, delicious flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie and cookies and cream. And what's even better, they're healthy. You're only going to get 130, 130 calories. You're going to get 4 grams of sugar. That's it. And a whopping 17 grams of protein. That's a lot. And now you don't even wait to get a box. You don't have to order them online. For years, I've been telling you about them. Go online to Built.com, order them. They'll show up at your front door. Now, if you're near Walmart, Sam's Club, you are in luck. If you're near Walmart, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of their cookies and cream. Those are really good. Their double chocolate bar, those are really good. And they have something called Coconut Puff. I'm not a big fan of coconut, but I love the word puff. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box of their hit flavors, Brownie Batter Puff and Churro Puff. You can thank me later. All right. I got some huge news coming up. I need you to stick around to the end of the show. So stick around for the third, for the third segment. But right now, I, uh, I'm going to talk to you about Ralphie. Now, Ralphie isn't a lamb. However, apparently, the Colorado Buffalo's mascot, Ralphie, is a girl. We've both seen, you know, the, the Cowboys running the Buffalo out on the field to start the game. Well, Ralphie's a girl. Interesting name, huh? I mentioned on yesterday's episode of Locked on USC that Stanford and Colorado were going to battle for the... Uh, for the bragging right to say they were not the 12th best team in a 12-team league. Both programs are going to struggle in 2023. New head coaches and uh, just a, they're kind of cleaning house. Well, I talked about Stanford on yesterday's episode. We're going to talk about Colorado on this episode. Colorado, look, they've got Coach Primetime. He, and look, he's either setting himself up to look like a genius or he's going to continue to answer a lot of questions and have to answer why 56 players since he's taken over have transferred out and 37 have transferred in. That's a lot of turnover since he took over the team. He brought with him his son, Shadur, prime junior, He's going to be the starting quarterback. He played at Jackson State last year. And I guess Joel Klatt has a new quarterback to root for. That's a little uh, mild swipe. Anyways, he also, uh, Primetime is also bringing over Travis Hunter, one of the five-star recruits that Dion was able to recruit away from his alma mater, Florida State. Now, after spending the spring working mostly at wide receiver, uh, Travis Hunter is going to also have the opportunity to show that he can play 12 games against Division I competition. We know he's a really talented player. I mean, he was a five-star. Florida State thought they had him. Everybody in the country was trying to recruit him. But can he do it over the course of 12, se 12 games? Now he's going to get an opportunity to prove it. Another name, uh, very young, highly recruited name, Cormani McLean. He's going to be joining him. He's another young cornerback stud. Uh, 
And then you can also add in a couple of commitments from Jacquez Robinson and Marion Cooper. Another Florida State guy got away. So Colorado is going to have a highly, highly recruited cornerback uh, room. But they're, it's going to be extremely young. And they're going to be tested, not only by Caleb Williams, but by all the quarterbacks in the Pac-12. Pac-12 is quarterback heavy. And I guess what primetime is going to have to be concerned about, and what Travis Hunter is going to have to be concerned about, is wearing himself down over the course of the season if he's going to play both ways, wide receiver and defensive back. Um, because if he's playing wide receiver, you know, I don't know where the offense is going to be generated in Colorado this year. They lost... Uh, the best guys on offense, best wide receivers, best running backs. What I think they're going to try and do is they're going to try and run the ball offensively. Uh, their offensive coordinator, Sean Lewis, he played at Wisconsin. So that's kind of in his DNA. It's part of who he is. Uh, but I also know that they're going to try and play a lot of up-tempo. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Because they're going to need to keep their defense off the field as much as possible uh, to stay in games. <coughs> Excuse me. Their defensive coordinator, his name is Charles Kelly. No, not Chip. Um, however, this Charles Kelly, uh, he did learn, uh, he was on Nick Saban's staff for the last, what, four or five years. So we know that he had a good mentor. And there is also a USC connection to this uh, Colorado defensive staff. The name Dennis Thurman is going to be their director of quality control on defense. For those of you who aren't aware, Dennis played at USC. He was a safety, had a nice, long NFL career. They got a good one over there, Colorado, from USC. As far as what they have up front on defense, I think they're going to be kind of small. Um They've got a certain type that they're bringing in to play defensive end. Jordan um, Dominic, Taj Alston, Derek McClendon, and uh, Savelle Smalls, the guy who just tra recently uh, transferred from Washington. They're all around six foot three, 250 pounds. So those all kind of sound like USC edge guys. I'm interested to see what kind of defense. Uh, Charles, not Chip Kelly, will be running there at Colorado. Like Lincoln Riley did during his first season and what he reinforced this uh, his second time around this year, primetime is bringing in his own guys. He's using the transfer portal. Doesn't really have a choice. Like I said, 56 guys left since he took over. Not in two years, since he took over. That's a hard number to, to digest. And when you're looking at Colorado's schedule, it's going to be hard to find W's. I, I mean, let me go. I'm going to go over it real quick. Because they're not going to get a win against USC. They open against TCU, at TCU. Then they host... Nebraska. That's an old border war game when those two programs used to be part of the uh, the Big Eight. 
and Nebraska has a new head coach, Matt Rule. So I'm taking Nebraska in that game. Now you're 0-2. Then they, uh, they host Colorado State. Maybe. They're at Oregon. That's a loss. They get USC at home. That's a loss. ASU on the road. Maybe. Uh, is their first win going to be when they host Stanford? They're at UCLA. I believe they get Oregon State at home. You're not going to win either one of those games. Arizona, Wazoo, Utah. I have to imagine the over-under is two and a half. <laughs> and I'm taking the under. I don't know. Where are the wins on that schedule? Considering everybody they're bringing in. I mean, it's a potpourri. you got a bunch of guys from Jackson State, and they're just throwing, they're going shotgun style with the transfer portal. If they played a Division One and they, they, they look good, they're probably bringing them in. This is all I know. USC is going to barbecue and smoke the crap out of Ralphie. Um, it's, I, I think USC is going to end the series with Colorado, making it seventeen and zero over their history combined. You know since they've been playing. And by the way. I hopefully USC and Colorado get to play in Boulder again sometime in the future because this is one of my favorite press boxes to to go to. They have some of the best food ever. It's all catered by uh, one guy who has his own restaurant, smoked food, and it's smoked barbecue. Amazing stuff. So I'm looking forward to this road trip. It's going to be a big win. I don't know. You tell me, does Colorado really have anything that's going to challenge USC this year? I mean, I, I suppose they can pick off four Caleb Williams passes and run them in for pick sixes. Maybe. It would take a lot of divine intervention for USC to go into Boulder, Colorado and leave with a loss. I don't see it happen. Convince me I'm wrong. So, this is usually where I offer up my Friday rant. Friday episode of Locked on USC, third segment, want to get out of here. I usually have something on my mind that I just need to, uh, to vent about. Not today. I've got huge news from all of my Locked on USC listeners. I mean, this is massive. I'm really excited to announce that Locked on not just Locked On USC, the Locked On Network and Sirius XM have agreed to a partnership. All of the Locked On podcasts are now going to be available on your Sirius XM app. And we are also the, the we are going to be the on their primary list for all Sirius XM producers when they need a guest for their sports talk show host. For their sports for their sports talks shows. <laughs> I will be joining their hosts. So how cool is that? I don't know. I just think that's uh, kind of cool. Moving on up in the world with Locked On USC. So if you got in on the ground floor, thank you. And I also want to give you some really quick uh, news about the USC Hoops team. They have their uh, award banquet. Think about some awards. Boogie Ellis, Drew Peterson... 
They were named the Sam Barry Award recipients, most valuable player. So they share that. And if you if you haven't heard, I'll make sure you have heard. Boogie Ellis is returning for one more year. Drew is a uh, his playing time. He's used up his eligibility. Kobe Johnson. He was the uh, only player on the uh, team to earn three awards. How's that? He was named the team's most improved player. He was the co-defensive player of the year. And he was the team's top free throw shooter. Richard Jr., Joshua Morgan. He was the other co-winner of the Forrest F. Twogood Memorial Award, which goes to the team's top defensive player. So he and Kobe shared that one. And then as far as the team's most inspirational award winner, that's the Ernie Holbrook Memorial Award. That one was a runaway win for uh, Vince Uwachukwu. Uh, look, <laughs> when you almost die and then you come back and play the game, you're going to get, you're going to inspire a lot of people. And that's what Vince the Prince did. I cannot wait to see him next year. Fully healthy. And I, I actually, I can't wait to watch this USD team. It's going to be young. It's going to be God-oriented. But it's going, I think it's going to be an exciting team. And don't forget, they brought in the number one high school recruit in the country, Isaiah Collier. They're going to have probably the best backcourt in the country. You combine him, Boogie Ellis, bringing back Vince. You got Josh Morgan playing defense, Kobe Johnson. Get out there, support the team at Galen Center. All right, that's it for this episode of Locked on USC. I'll be back again next week with another five episodes, and I know you'll be back watching and listening as well. So until then, I want to thank everyone for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. When you're done doing that, head on over to WeRSC.com. Check out all of the recruiting information that Scott Schrader's thrown up there. Eric McKinney is writing his butt off. Chris Arledge, Greg Katz, we've got you covered. Marshall is doing a heck of a job. We got you covered. So until then, everyone, have a great weekend and throw two fingers.